Hello and welcome to Career and Leadership Coaching Conversations with TNT, a podcast created to develop your leadership skills and uplevel your career. Today's podcast is brought to you by Vida Coaching, helping you to discover your true potential and supporting you to find the career you love. We really hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome back to a new episode of our podcast. We have a good conversation lined up for today, don't we, Tanya? We do indeed. We wanted to talk about graduates finding a new job because I have been approached by a few people recently, um, worried parents generally, who, um, you know, who, who feel that their, their children are really struggling to know either what to do um, with their career going forward or like lacking the confidence when it comes to going for interviews um, it's a really tough time isn't it you've you've come out of of university and you're thinking this decision is going to affect the rest of my life and yes. it's it's hard because you also have that pressure don't you of what's the right step you do and you know I think the first piece of advice that I can give um, is that actually don't, well, don't's a strong word, but try not to put the pressure on yourself about this is going to be it. This is the only career for me. It has to be the career I'm still doing when I'm 60 years old, because actually many of us, me, um, I think three times have changed career in our yeah. lives and I think I put that pressure on myself at the beginning and um, it's just not worth it it doesn't matter it's like you know just find what's best for you now what you think is the right career for you now and if it doesn't work out it's okay uh, find you, what you enjoy like it has oh to be gosh, something that you so enjoy important. yeah so important. absolutely what did you I, I was thinking about this this morning and I was wondering what did you want to be when you were younger <laughs> what did you think you were going to be when you grew up so um oh, well this will lead on to another conversation I know it will but I can remember <laughs> sitting in my um, I can't remember if it was an English lesson or if it was a careers lesson and I was 14 years old and the teacher was standing at the top of the, the classroom and I can remember who I was sitting next to, where I was sitting, where the window was, everything. And, and I that's know a name. long time ago, isn't it? A long, it is a long time ago. <laughs> and I, can remember I say that because it's not as long as it would be for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long time ago. Um, and I can remember her name, and I can remember what she looked like and everything. She said to me, what, what do you want to be? She came out of class, what do you want to be? And I said, I want to be the first female racing driver. <gasps> really? And she laughed at me. Oh. And she laughed and she said, well, that's ridiculous. She needs to think of something else. No. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. Well, that that wouldn't happen now, would it? Can you no, imagine? it wouldn't. It wouldn't. <laughs> um, so that really knocked me. And then oh, I wanted to be a policewoman. I know. I think it's a wonderful ambition to have. I know, I know. And then I wanted to be a policewoman, and a friend's mum turned around to me and said, Well, you can't do that because you can't wear heels or lipstick. That's <laughs> where I was like, okay, I've got no idea then. I've got no idea. Um and I say to my son now, and anybody actually that asks me, do you know what, if you want to do it, because my son is, is, he is convinced he's going to be a professional golfer. He is convinced. And I'm, do it. If that is what, if, 
that he's is good, what you isn't he? No, that's not just like he can't actually hit or a ball. I say hit a ball. That's yeah. not even the right terminology. Yeah. Yeah, he. I mean, I mean to be fair, he is very good at golf. I had never driven a car at the age of fourteen, so you know maybe there's something in it. But I'm just like, you know, I'm going to lift you up, and I'm going to make sure that if that's what you want to do, you will have everything. You know, you if you want to do that, let's do it. If it makes you happy, let's do it. Um. So then, a bit like you, Tanya, I had. I had no idea. I was like, oh, no, I'm sorry, that's not a bit like you at all. A bit I had like a re- I did. I did have you, a real exactly. idea. It just but a bit. <laughs> yes, I was gonna say a bit like you. I've changed a couple of times. Mm. So I started in payroll, and then went into banking, then went into utilities, and now I'm doing my uh, my my coaching, my business mentorship. Um, so I've changed a couple of times similar to you and really just followed what felt right and what I enjoyed at the time because I can guarantee what we are in love with and what we enjoy doing what sets our soul alight and makes us really happy today is not going to be the same in 10-15 years time. And the difficulty is that if you go and you take a degree in something because I've, I've worked with someone recently who's in her late 20s and she took an engineering degree and did it for a few years and it wasn't for her. Right. And you know, you don't know. This is the difficulty when you take, you know, you, when you take a degree, you can't for certain know that the actual career that you're going to go into from that degree, you're actually going to enjoy but that's okay. You know, I think there's so much pressure put on grads nowadays. Um, you know, you've got to find this brilliant job and it's got to pay this amount of money and everything. And it's like, do, you know, take the degree that you think is a good degree that you're going to enjoy doing and that you think, you know, might give you a career or might not. I mean, you could just take something because you really enjoy it and hope that it's going to help, you know, long term. But then if you don't enjoy that career, don't stay. Don't no. stay in because no. you think, oh, well, I've got to stay because that's the degree I did. And, you know, this is what I've committed to, because that's my worst fear is that people stay in jobs that they hate. I mean, yeah. it's the majority of your life you spend at work. And so, you know, it's more more than you. You're spending five days at work and you're spending two days at the weekend. So, you know, I, you really need to be enjoying it. As so many people, it's like 75 percent of people say they don't enjoy their job or something, which oh, is just terrible, isn't it? Depressing. Terrible. So, yeah. 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 So, so for me, I was kind of the other way around, like in terms of uh, when I was 10, um, I, I up until 10, I wanted to be an actress um because I love performing darling um (laughs) I was just always a show off really um and um then I but I'm quite analytical and quite sort of I don't know just think things through and I I read somewhere um properly in smash hits or something that um I'm going back I'm going back I remember smash hits magazine yeah um I that that Mel Gibson took I don't think he did 73 let's say but it was 70 something auditions it before he got his break right and that most you know actors and actresses spend a long time being waitresses or and I just thought to myself at 10 
I don't really want to be a waitress <laughs> for the rest of my life, you know, um, and just have that slim chance of being an actress. Um, so I said, right, I'm going to work behind the scenes and I'm going to go into like TV and work, you know, in production or whatever. So from that age, that was my dream. And I went and did um sort of journalism film and broadcasting I think it was called <laughs> it was a long time ago at university um and you know and then I managed to um get my first job in a well-known radio station in the press office for six months wow. um, a six-month contract yeah and it you know I always say to people network when you're trying to find mm -hmm. a job who do your parents know who do you know? Who do your friends know? Because I got that job through my dad. He was at work. He was in a lift. Um, he was chatting to the guy in the lift and you know, they knew each other, you know, anyway. And they were just chatting about kids and stuff like that. And he said, oh, my, my daughter's looking for a job in, in broadcasting. And he said, oh, my wife's uh, works at this radio station and she's looking for someone and that is essentially how I got that job so it is you know who you know can often really really help you to get a yeah. job um I obviously had to be interviewed and stuff so I had to get through that bit but it it definitely helps if you have an introduction so that was really useful unfortunately though hated every minute oh of it. No. every minute of it I just realized at the end of that that I my personality because you know me I love my personality profiling but I didn't <laughs> know it at the time um did not suit fast paced high energy environments mm. where everything had to yep. be done yesterday um and I'm a reflective soul that's a perfectionist and I just did not see that environment at all and also people the people were quite um competitive you know it's like quite a sort of that media environment yeah. and I'm yeah. just like oh can we just all be friends and have a cup of tea you know so it just I mean that's exaggerating but you know that's kind of um so it didn't work and I left after I at the end of the contract I said I don't want it to be renewed I'm off and then I was like what do I do now um and then I moved into HR liked HR a lot but there are pieces of it I didn't like so then I thought oh well maybe I'll go into training as mm. And then training, I actually liked less because I didn't like writing the courses. I just liked delivering all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But unfortunately, you can't just do that. You have to write the courses as well. Mm -hmm. So then I so then I sort of did a combination of both and finally moved into career coaching. So, you know, I've, both of us have had a number of different careers yeah. and that's OK. So that's kind of the the first sort of thing I think we both wanted to to get across kind of thing. But don't put the pressure on. Yeah, absolutely. And I think also now because we as society, we're all retiring later, we can have two or three different careers. And it isn't where, you know, you'd, you'd choose it, you know, our, our ancestors would have chosen one job, one career and done that until they retired. Mm. We have so much opportunity now to do one thing. And like you say, if you don't like it don't enjoy it then try something else and we you can try all these different things and find the thing that you like and even if you do that for five years and then you think oh, I want to try something else see them all as stepping stones see them all as the journey yeah. of your life to to really find the thing in that moment that you enjoy because it will change and I've spoken to so many people who say I just 
I'm so frustrated and I'm so disappointed because I did something at university, I had my heart set on a career, I started down that route, I've I've worked really hard for promotion after promotion after promotion, and now I'm there, I'm not enjoying it. Mm. And what do I do? And you know, it's okay to change career, to change direction. It's okay. We spend a lot of time at work, we have to enjoy it. Yeah. And it's just to accept. To, you know to, to sort of really give your time yourself the time and the space to kind of accept that okay this is something I really wanted it's not how I envisaged it to be but to kind of gain acceptance of that and then you know open up your your mind to possibilities of what could be next yeah. and I think you know it's never wasted all these things that you do no. it's never wasted you can build on these things I'm using so much of what um I've sort of learned in my past careers now and really grateful that I've got those skills so it's all really helpful and also the other thing I kind of wanted to to say was that now I think there's just lots more possibilities about the kind of job you have than they used to be so we've talked in, in a previous episode about portfolio careers and I've had quite you know a number of younger people Uh, wanting to explore the idea of a portfolio career which is something where you do a number of jobs or it could be like voluntary um, work or you could be writing a book but it's it's you don't just have a job in a corporate environment five days a week you kind of maybe you freelance for a couple of days and then you maybe have um as I say, do some voluntary work or whatever. So it's a bit of a different way of looking at your working week. And and younger people are really embracing this now. They want a bit of variety, some, some mm. you know, some of them. And, and it used to be kind of the kind of career that people did after they've kind of almost got to that retirement age, yeah. or what used to be retirement age, but isn't anymore. And they're like, well, I don't want to be in the same job till 67 or whatever. So at about you know, 55, 60, people go, oh, I could have a portfolio career. No, yeah. that can happen at any age. Um, as well as, and I think you're you're more of an expert in this area than me, setting up their own business. Mm, absolutely and and actually I I know we we had that conversation about portfolio careers and and I to me a portfolio career is it can be an a, a business a number of businesses you know I do, as as we've spoken before, I do quite a few different things, four or five different things. Mm. And I would say, actually, even recording this podcast and running this podcast with you is an element of my portfolio career because it's something that I do. Mm. And so it could be, we don't just have to have that one thing. And Mm. I don't have that one thing. And for somebody you know personality types all of that you know Tanya I know personality (laughs) profiles me every time we speak (laughs) my personality to have that variety and have that change and have different things going on that's where I thrive yeah if I just your energy it does it does and I know for some people they'll be oh my gosh that really scares me I couldn't cope with that Mm. I need that if I just had one I would be so bored so bored 
Yeah, absolutely. Some people, they need the security. They really enjoy the structure of going to an office or not so much nowadays, but, you know, having that kind of nine to five routine job. Brilliant. Great. If that suits you. But there's a lot of people out there who kind of need variety and they want to be doing different things and trying new things. Um, so, you know, generally people with a portfolio career need need something that brings in the money and hopefully they enjoy that, too. Um, and then they do other things that maybe doesn't bring in as much money, but just, you know, gives them joy. Um, but the, the setting up their own business, I mean, I've I've met a couple of people. Um, I've known a couple of people for a, for a number of years who are both. So one of them I spoke to recently is 24. Um because I was like, oh, how old are you now? And um, the, the other and the other lady is maybe... A baby! Yes, exactly. I was like, and the other, the other lady is maybe 27, 26, 27 now. Um, and they are killing their businesses. I mean, oh, they really? are uber successful, both mm. of them. Uh, one in recruitment, like employing a number of people. Uh, the other wow. person starting to employ people, photographer, and it's got like a photo booth business, which is really taken off um, post-pandemic. Um, and um, yeah, they are killing their businesses. And so it again, it used to be a thing where you didn't see so many young people setting yeah. up businesses. But I think that was the biggest sector. I might be speaking out of turn here. Um, during the pandemic that we're yeah. like starting to set up businesses mm. and stuff so you know there's options out there you don't have to do yeah. the the standard conventional yes. and also I've seen quite a lot of people who set up a business alongside a, a like a conventional job mm. so I've seen quite a few people who've decided to work part-time in a conventional job so they have that income coming in yes and also setting up a business or running a business alongside and that hybrid working does seem to work really, really well. And I think just touching on a point that you said there, you know, we've come out of the pandemic where we saw people who airline pilots who had safe and secure jobs historically, mm. you know, delivering um, my Sainsbury's order, you know, and, mm. and, and I come having conversations and saying, what are you going to do when we come out of this? And, and they would say, I'm not just going to do one thing. I need to have something where I do a couple of different if if I go back to flying I want to have something as well so that mm. if one thing doesn't work I have something else to fall back on I I'll see if I can dig it out and I might not be able to but I'll see if I can dig it out I listened to a podcast whereby a doctor was being interviewed mm. and he had five or six other businesses alongside being a doctor how on earth did he have the time? I think he was a part-time <laughs> doctor. He was a part-time doctor. Yeah, but still, I think part-time yeah. doctors probably work almost full-time hours. <laughs> well, yeah. But he, you know, he had people, he had staff. He just oversaw, he got it to a place where he was just yeah, overseeing so these businesses. Yeah. Um, but again, he said, I I have to have that, that variety. Mm. And it means that I... I can use my interests and use what I'm good at to make a difference in the world, not just being a doctor, not just medically, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, really interesting. So that kind of almost leads me on to the to the sort of final point I was thinking about, which was that, you know, we've talked a lot about find something that interests you, find something that you love doing. And so, you know, for, for graduates who are like, I, th I think we've uh, discovered that, 
you, often graduates or anybody, anyone doesn't get that much help with their career choices and choosing a career you know like you said you wanted to be the first female racing driver and your teacher laughed but you know there wasn't any sort of help as to what else you know you could be and I got given a file I think and just of of different careers and told to look through it and find one um I think at school so there's and and some schools are better than others and some universities are better than others but it is really hard for graduates to kind of go oh you know this is I'm going to do this if you haven't chosen a career where it is like engineering where it's naturally leads on to that Mm -hmm. and so I think if you want to find something that you love doing it is really important that you sit down and you think about you know what are my passions what what makes me want to get out of bed in the morning what do I love to do what are my strengths um and what are my career priorities so yeah my that that's one of my things that I help people with because I think people forget sometimes about the sort of nuts and bolts of things Mm. you know like like very particularly my big thing is the culture of the company because that really impacted me going through my career I sometimes got it wrong because I hadn't really thought about the culture and there's a very doesn't seem important does it It doesn't seem important no it doesn't but it's so important you know because are are you the kind of person that wants to work in a really kind of startup fast pace you know high Mm. energy environment where new things are happening all the time and it's a little bit uncertain what's you know what's happening next or do you like security maybe like a family kind of really friendly environment um where you you sort of feel quite comfortable and supported you know there's all different types of culture and it can really impact the way you feel about the job as well so it's it's not just about what are you passionate about what do you love to do what makes you excited and and what can you do in terms of strengths it's also about the company what kind of company do you want to work for you know how flexible do you want the job to be in terms of hours or you know is it do you want to be working from the office all the time or you know a bit of a hybrid working all those types of things are really important when you think about your career moving forward so many things to think about it isn't Mm. just a case of oh that looks good I'm going to apply for that there's so much and and that comes also then when you are sitting in the interview that's Mm. when you need to utilize that have you got any questions for me that the the interviewer will ask you you need to utilize that to really identify that it is the job that you that you want and you think and that will really light you up um oh sorry can I just can I just chip chip in there because that's such a big um thing for me is like um you it's not just that they're interviewing you you need to Mm. interview them as well and it's not like oh I'm desperate for this job please give me this job if it's not right for you it's not you know it's not right for you and you need to find out by asking those good questions and you know really thinking about what do I need to know about this company to make sure that I I it's the right company for me and I want to work there yeah absolutely and asking those questions is really the only way to really especially in an interview 
you you walk into interviews don't you and and I've seen it where you walk into an interview and you just get asked questions okay thank you if if you've got anything to ask me no okay done how Mm. do you know as a candidate what type of business that is when they've just fired questions at you Mm. and they haven't told you much about the job and the expectations and the culture and the people and and Mm. all of that stuff so yes it's that's so important so important okay fabulous is that everything? Are we done? Well, I was get, there was there was one more thing that I was I was just going to mention Excellent. is graduate programs, mm. which graduate programs for large organisations can be fabulous mm. because they give you a placement for a certain number number of months in different departments so you can try out you know I I used to work for 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 Barclays so the graduates that would come in they can go into all different areas of the business to see which area of the business they enjoy and they're quite good programs to consider if you're not really sure maybe you know you want to go into a certain sector but you're not quite sure what role you want to do in that sector have a look at graduate programs mm. with it, it's really the larger companies isn't it yes Tanya? it is so again yeah. you have to you have to make sure that that kind of culture is right for you because it's not for everyone that quite corporate sort of environment and the other thing because I do think they are excellent those programs because it really gives you a good grounding but I also want to kind of add a bit of a don't don't put huge amounts of pressure on yourself to get into them. They are quite hard to get onto those programs. Oh, nowadays it's like, you know, that it's, it's very sort of sought after to get on to graduate mm, okay. programs so it's it's they put you through the ringer a little bit um and so um it's it you know by all means go for it but don't give your heart, yourself a hard time if you can't because there's um can't get onto it because there's other things out there that you know will will be fantastic for you and a great opportunity okay amazing so let me just do a quick recap so I think the the theme actually that's come through all of this is do something that you love, find something that you love to do. And if that will potentially be different now than it is in five years time, 10 years time, and so on. Your degree doesn't have to determine your lifelong career, I think is is also key. And I know something that, that we've discussed through this. It doesn't matter if you have completed a degree in one thing, but you want to try something else, just do it a lot of com- companies would just be like you know you've got a degree fabulous that's that's a tick so you know don't worry about what your degree is in just try and find that job that really you enjoy because if you enjoy it you know the cliche saying isn't it if you find a job that you love you're never going to do a day's work in your life you need to enjoy what you do you need to enjoy what you do um and one thing that tanya said that I think really great piece of advice is network. Use your network. Speak to friends, speak to parents, speak to friends of parents. There will be somebody in your wider network that works in the role, the sector, the company that you want to work for. So I thought that was a great piece of advice, Tanya. Thank you. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, and I guess the final piece was just to have you know have a look when when you kind of are looking for a role um have a look at your um your passions you know what makes you want to get out of bed in the morning have a think about your strengths your transferable skills and your career priorities 
and put all that information together and that will help you to decide you know what you want to do going forward yeah yeah well thanks everyone for listening um i've really enjoyed our chat today actually it's been great and i hope that you've all found it really helpful and you've got something out of it that you can use um moving forward so um oh I was going to say one more thing. So if anybody is listening to this and you are a graduate or you are a parent or relative of a graduate, Tanya can help. You know, Tanya, (laughs) you know, we we were here last in our last episode talking about, you know, how we don't sell each other. But I'm going to sell Tanya here because Tanya can really help and provide you with the, the support and the guidance and the coaching that you need to really find that job. And, and everything else combined as well. So Tanya's details are going to be in the show notes. So if, if you need anything, if you're graduate, you're thinking, I still feel like a bit of a rabbit in the headlights. I don't know where to turn. Pick up the phone. Tanya is your lady. Bless you. Thank you. Yeah, I'd be really happy to help. So please do get in touch. So I think with, with no further ado, uh, it's time to, to finish this episode today. So thanks so much, everyone, for listening. Um, it's bye from me and Tamsin. And it's bye from me. Thank you for listening. We really hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, we'd love it if you could like and subscribe. If you'd like to find out more about Tanya, visit vidacoaching.co.uk. And if you'd like to find out more about Tamsin, visit uphubmastermind.com. Thank you very much and we'll see you soon.